Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week we have something we've been promising you guys for a while. We got us a polka band in here. And I think we did even better. We got more than a polka band. You guys do, you're not just a polka band. We do other stuff. We got Vizanata in here. And um, I just want to go over the guys that are here, and then we'll, we'll talk about the guys that aren't here sure. for a second, and then we'll, we'll talk about Vizanata. Yeah. Um, Johnny Meyer. Yes. He does uh, accordion. Yep. Lead vocals. Yep. And he also does some keyboard playing there, too, Mm -hmm. when necessary, right? Yep. And we also have Joe Dirkside. Joe Dirkside. There you go. Some of these names are tougher than than some (laughs) other ones. But, uh, Joe, you play guitar. You also sing. Yeah, yeah. And some of the guys that aren't here. um, Steve Zavesky plays drums. Yes. And we have Paul Manipenny. He's a bass player. Mm Mm-hmm. And Michael Hoagland is a, is your sax clarinet, uh, wind stuff, and and he's also a vocalist. Yes. So basically, everybody sings except Steve. Would that Paul be correct? Paul doesn't sing either. And Paul doesn't either. Steve and Paul don't sing. Are you guys like doing harmonies and stuff together? Occasionally, or? yes. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. All right. So when I, I I introduce you as like a, a polka thing, but it's not necessarily what you guys you're not pigeonholed into just polkas. You no. guys actually didn't even start off as a polka thing. Well, we kind of did start off with the uh, Eastern European. Uh, and polka music because we thought that would be a nice niche. And um, at the time, and we've been together 10, 12 years now, and at the time, everybody in the band had kind of an ethnic background of sorts, Romanian, Italian, Hungarian, whatever. And so we started playing that, and uh, polkas kind of goes across the board with that. And we thought that would be... uh, like I say, we thought we thought that would be a good niche, which it it it, it is. Yeah. Um, we've kind of branched out since then. We still do all that stuff, and we do a lot of Oktoberfest stuff where they want polkas, but uh, we've added a lot of uh, other stuff to it. We do Latin, we do big band, we do uh, American standards, we do fifties and sixties rock. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we're pretty diverse, and. We're able to do whatever the audience wants from that perspective. Basically, you guys are, are more out of the, the southern areas from Cleveland, not necessarily up north in Cleveland, but Stark County, like uh, Canton, Maslin area, like yes. that area stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys play a lot in that area. You guys do a lot of festivals and stuff like that, too. Sure we do. And we play a Dinka Day in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, which is big. And um, uh, the band, uh, Joe here is from Wadsworth. I'm from Maslin. Uh, Paul's from uh, uh, Salem. Uh, Steve Zavesky's from here in uh, Cleveland. He's uh-huh. from Seven Hills. Um, and then uh, Paul is from Salem. So we're kind of spread out. How'd you guys find each other? Uh, you know, just, <sighs> that's a good question. Sometimes we just put a little notice out there on the internet. Hey, we're looking for this. We're looking for a guitar player. We're looking for a drummer. And we see who responds. And we say it's an established polka ethnic band and um you know, that's how we found Joe, and uh, that's how we found Steve, and we've ended up with some pretty good musicians that way. Do you guys, is this something that you guys have, like, in, in you for, through the years, you've now accumulated all these songs and all this music, or do you guys still have to, like, research some things since you're doing things that aren't necessarily American? You're doing things that are, like, European and stuff. So do you have to, like, research some of that and, and, and come up with new songs and new material, or do you guys just have this inside you and you know these? Yeah. I, both okay <laughs> so some of it is uh stuff that we the older guys in the band grew up with um you know mike is uh, italian 
Steve is Hungarian, I'm Romanian, so we have some of that background. And uh, Mike and Paul in particular have played a lot of polka bands uh, over the years, so they have a lot of that inside them. And then Joe joins us, and Joe has a German background. So, uh, you know, we kind of combine all this, but, you know, uh, thanks to the Internet, we can find music. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's one thing to find a chart. It's another thing to find the song, and uh, we're able to do that. And, of course, if you can hear it and you can find the chart, then you can learn it. Cool, cool. So, real quick. Johnny, I, I, you're the key, you're the accordion player also, yes. and 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 I think in my opinion, that kind of defines the music you're playing. If you have the, if you don't have an accordion in there, it, it kind of doesn't sound like polkas and stuff like that, right? I mean, like I mean, like that kind of gets just as far as the sound goes. Yeah, sure. You, I mean, you can do that with a keyboard too, but it's really the the leads on this are the uh, the accordion and the sax. Right. And then right after that is a guitar. Now the guitar is used both as a filler. And as a lead. And, like, if we're doing a lot of the 50s and 60s stuff, then we're depending on Joe a lot more for our leads. Yeah, right. Okay? Um, If we're doing, and and with the accordion, now I'm the filler. Okay? I'm playing chords. If if we're doing polkas and ethnic stuff, Joe ends up being the filler, and Mike and I end up being the leads. So it just depends on the you know what genre you're playing. Are you are you kind of a rock guitar player or that, that that's kind of like doing this kind of music more? You know, I mean, yeah. is that what you is that what you what you would say you are more? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't grow up playing polka on guitar, you know, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely grew up playing rock and and that sort of thing. So so yeah, when when the uh, when we're playing polka songs, I'm strictly playing rhythm, but it's it's a it's really. It's fun because it's 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 we got such a tight rhythm section, so it's really fun to lock in with these guys. But um, but yeah, then on the fifties and sixties uh, songs, of course, I'm I'm playing more of the prominent part there, and that's right up my alley because I I really enjoy that that style. Is that how you guys do this thing? Because like you were saying, you have a lot of different um, ethnic, different backgrounds in this band, different mm-hmm. people. So do do for instance, you're German, but your background's kind of a rock thing. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm 100% American. Right. Yeah, but you know, I'm just saying. So you're but so when you guys are playing rock songs, are these usually songs that you bring to the table? I guess is what I'm saying. Is, I mean Honestly, no. No, they they they've uh Johnny usually selects the the songs. Um but I mean they're songs I know. It's not like it's not like something But you have brought to. something to the table. Yeah, yeah, I guess like, I guess a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So but, uh, so how do, how do you go about deciding I mean, I'm assuming Johnny this is your this is your band, so this mm-hmm. is so when a guy like Joe comes into the band, it's your it's basically a, a decision that you're making to decide whether or not Joe's well, in the band or not. You know, we we do it as a group. You know, I I don't want to be the one making the decision. Um, uh, th- we have some really good musicians in the band, and um, uh, so I kind of lean on them. You know, Joe and Mike and er, and uh, Paul, Paul and Mike in particular, uh, you know, they're, they're outstanding musicians. And, you know, we were talking about that before we got on the, your podcast here, Joe and I, that how much we learn from those guys. Oh, that's uh, great. You know, yeah, uh, sure. you don't have to play the same instrument to learn, uh, you know. And so we learn from Mike and Paul quite a bit. And, and they do have a lot of uh, band experience. And when Joe joined us 
uh, we were pretty excited because, you know, to teach you to, to, to learn how to do polkas and to learn the ethnic stuff from his perspective, you know, he's, he's a filler. He's playing a lot of chords and, and this kind of stuff. And he jumped right in there. So, and, and that's great. But then he, Joe has brought some songs with us. Uh, one we do by the Mavericks you brought. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, a couple others. So, uh, and then, you know, the fifties and sixties rock, uh, you know, it's, pretty easy and you know, like i say we do some american standards we do some big band um and it just kind of depends where we play for example we play a couple times a year down at a place called the lockport brewery they're down in bolivar ohio about an hour and a half south of uh, cleveland now when they have us play we're and when we play up in cleveland for dingus day we'll play a lot of polkas but we'll throw some rock in there because we want to break it up I got you. So we play at the Alibi Bar and Lounge in Maslin. We'll play a lot of rock, but we'll throw a couple polkas in. I see, see? I see, I see. So yeah. you play to your crowd. You play to your crowd. Yeah, too. right. Yeah, and then because there's people that know us as a certain polka band or whatever, and then when when they come, we don't want to let them down, but we've got to play to the crowd that's going to be there as well. What we found is whatever we're playing, you know, people are having a good time. It's... They're fun. It's yeah. good. They're good with it. Well, that's what polka, that type of it's, music, that's it's, what it is. It's, it's kind of a party fun, music. It's, it's like, fun music. Man. Yeah, it's music to drink by. It's music to, to dance by while you're drinking. Mm-hmm. I was it's, booking a gig one time, and the guy said, we, we're looking for a band for our, our beer tent area. He said, now, does polka music go with beer? Oh, my gosh. And I thought. Most of the polka songs are written about, about beer. drinking. <laughs> that's what they're that's what they're they really talking are, about. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now, you guys all drinkers? I am. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, Joe does, and you can I'm, talk about this. He, he, he's a brewer. He oh, likes to are you? Yeah, it's, it's beyond a hobby. It's an obsession at <laughs> my house. Oh, so you make beer at the house? Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I brew beer at home. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, it, that, the, the polka band fits so well with yes. kind of my vibe, I guess. Yeah. Now, now are you, would you consider yourself a brewmaster? Or have you been schooled in this, or is this just like trial and error stuff that you've looked oh, through the years? Yeah, it's all, it's all trial and error. Really? I mean, I, no, I, I never had formal education in it, but uh been to Germany, uh, I think, seven times, so wow. I, I'd, I'd call that field research, at mm-hmm. least. Wow. And did you go to Germany for any other reason but to learn about beer? Uh, a couple of trips I was there, like, for work, but then I extended my, my stay and, and just enjoyed myself there, but and then, then some other times I just went there on my own. Yeah, people love Germany. Oh, I, 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 don't I don't know, know what it wouldn't. is, but 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 anybody we've had on here that's been to Germany, that they're, they're like it's the greatest. We love it. Oh yeah, it's it's the people there are just different, aren't they, man? It's a it's a it's a yeah yeah definitely um, very outgoing and friendly, and um, yeah I I've always had a good time there, um, and and the food food is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The beer is out of this world. You know, and I think German bread doesn't get the uh, credit it deserves. Oh, and the bread, too. Yeah, everyone talks about French bread, but, uh, yeah, go to Germany, and it, you'd be, just be blown away. I, I, it's it's a, it's good there, anyway. So I've been to Germany once. Yeah, okay. Okay, and I uh, was there for two weeks on business, and um, uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, the food is phenomenal, but I've been to Romania twice. Food is phenomenal. People are phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, I've been to Spain, been to Greece, and uh, I think it's a European thing. It's a different culture, a little more laid back than we are. We're kind of a hurry-up culture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the food is awesome. 
So, so you guys are trying to bring that kind of vibe here when you guys are playing. So the absolutely, cool, yeah. yeah, that's 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 the main thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, oh yeah, I think one of our best gigs was like the Romanian festival that we mm-hmm. we did in August, and uh, I've I've only been in the band, haven't even been in the band a year, so so I've got one year's worth of gigs under my belt, but. Um, yeah, definitely the Romanian festival that we did uh, in Canton, and that was uh, just be- just because of that. You know, it felt like the food was great there. You know, it just had this great vibe. You know, a lot yeah. of lot of people that are uh, probably born in Romania were there. You know, so so I mean, it was cool to be be part of that and kind of have that culture there for a day. Yeah, you guys, like, the one thing about this kind of music, too, that's kind of, I, I can see how it would lend itself to, like, food gets lumped into this oh, yeah. as well, right? Like, <laughs> like this isn't just a, a party because of the ethnic situations. You know, you're going to have different food that oh, gets yeah. mixed in with this also. That's cool. Yeah. That makes it even more we, of a party. Right. We've played Romanian festivals. We've played Italian festivals. We've played, uh, you know, other ethnic festivals. And, um, yeah, the food and the 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 beer and 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 everything goes right along with that yeah yeah yeah. and it's fun you know and it's supposed to be fun and when we do you know you talked about the romanian festival we played romanian music we had to learn it and then um you know we threw some polkas in which is sort of ethnic and you know we threw some rock and roll in and people liked it all yeah and you guys don't just play live i mean you guys actually have some cds out you guys have actually recorded We've a couple had a CDs. couple CDs. Now we haven't done them in a while. And we need to. We need. No, to but get I mean, back yeah, but stuff. it's not just a, it's not just a band that's going out playing live and just sure. you know doing that. You guys take this mm-hmm. to that other level too, where you went into a studio and and, sure. and recorded some songs. Uh, two, uh, those were the days. Mm-hmm. You did that one, and you did um, Meet Visanata. Mm-hmm. Those are the two CDs you guys got. Sure. And how, how do, can people do are those on like just streaming platforms and stuff like that? Or do they're you guys... not, they're not. Uh, and now that we have Joe in the band, we might do that. Cause he's <laughs> somebody that can get you there. No, we need, we need younger guys. For that. <laughs> that, that's above my pay grade. But... I don't know anything about it, but I guess. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, learn. yeah. I mean like you should, you should put them up there yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I, that, that's, that's why, you know, people. Well, you know, we did, what we did was we had a bunch of them printed up and, um, you know, so we would sell them at our gigs and we ran out. Oh, really? They sold that well. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, though. Tens of hundreds. Yeah, Yeah, tens of hundreds. Hey, man, you sell four of them. That's more than some people Uh, ever could. We probably sold, you know, I I would say between the two, we sold several hundred CDs. That's cool. And honestly, I got some requests for the CDs from Romania, people I knew in Romania. And I would send them over there and uh, they, oh, we want to hear the CD. And then... um, you know, we, we we were able to distribute them, you know, throughout uh, northeastern Ohio, and a lot of people at our gigs were purchasing them, and, you know, they were inexpensive. We were selling them for, like, 10 bucks, and so it was nice. And, you know, we, we got the CDs out to some of the radio stations that did polka music and what have you, and, uh, you know, so it helps to promote the band. Now, are you guys playing... Other music, like songs that have already been written, and then doing your version of these songs, or are these songs that you're writing new? We've uh, we are playing songs that have already been written, and we play our version of it. But we try to keep somewhat original. Um, we did write a, a a polka this last year. It's called the Lockport Polka, and that was written by Paul Manypenny, and then I did the the uh, vocals on it. I wrote the vocals. Joe sings the vocals, and it's it's a really nice polka. And we wrote that at uh, uh, because there's the Lockport Brewery that we play at. 
a uh, couple times every year. And a couple of young kids own the brewery. I say young kids. It's a married couple in their early 30s. And they started this brewery and started having us play there. And uh, it was such a great atmosphere. And these people struggled. And now they're going great guns. Oh, that's great. And uh, so as a tribute to them, and they supported us, we supported them. Uh, we wrote this Lockport Brewery, and uh, so that's an original with us. We that's haven't cool. recorded it yet, but we're gonna we're gonna do that. So, so when you say you wrote the lyrics and he sings them, how does that how does that decision come about? You guys, He's a better singer. Is, <laughs> is that what it comes down to? Well, yeah, but I mean, like when we when we practiced it, we we were kind of we kind of had to refine the the words yes as i recall the mm-hmm. uh, and joe really participated in that quite yeah a bit yeah because we were kind of when we wrote it this seemed to fit and then as we were trying to play it yeah we needed to change some of the words a little bit to make it fit a little yeah better. yeah but yeah it's it's uh i mean it's it's no big deal to sing uh johnny's song i don't feel like uh, you know i'm stealing it from him. i don't no, think he feels like uh-huh. yeah we're no i'm just cool. curious how, how does the decision come about you know oh. and and Another question I have, especially you know, when you guys are both doing playing your instrument and singing, takes it. it, it that's that's tough. You know what I mean? That's not that's not always easy, and that it's not everybody can do. Oh, for sure. But but was it something that was easier for you guys, or did you have to work at it? Was it something that you had to actually like work out, or did it come naturally? No, it definitely doesn't come naturally. Um, the uh, it, yeah, it's it's hard to. It's like walking and chewing gum, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. It is. Uh, uh, but I, I think uh, most musicians who sing and play, I mean, it's there's a yeah, lot. There's a lot. A, but I'm, but but I've I've toyed around with trying to do stuff like that. I was like, this is it's, crazy, man. It's really harder for me. I have to really work at it because yeah. when you're playing the accordion, I mean, think about this. You've got a keyboard on one side. You've got 120 black buttons over here. That you can't see. Is that how many there are? 120? And each uh, one's a note, right? It's just like on a, on a keyboard. Well, you just... the, there's, there's several rows. The first two rows are bass buttons, and after that, it's chords. So you get, the, your, you get your bass, and then you get your major, minor, seventh, and so on. Um, and so there's, all, there's 120 buttons. They're all 119 of them are the same. There's one that's different. <laughs> and you have to find that one to know where the other ones are. Oh, my okay? goodness. So when you're playing that, and then you're playing the right hand, and you're trying to sing. To me, I have to work at it. And yeah. and, and I don't mind singing. I don't think I'm a great singer. I'm okay, uh, depending on the song and the range. Uh, with this uh, a Lockport polka that we do, I'll jump in and sing with him sometimes. Um, but, you know, that's his song to sing because it's he, he's got a better voice for that song. I got you. That's, yeah. that's that's what I was kind of getting yeah. at. Do you guys do that? Do you guys kind of yeah. pay attention to the point where you're like, "No, you sound better here. Sure. Yeah. This is yeah, more your sure. your lane." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now, you guys are also involved in this arts and Stark well thing. I, years I, I, years ago, uh, we did a, we we received a grant from Arts and Stark. Now, how does that work? How did uh, how did that work? Did did you have to apply for this yes. grant? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you applied. This, for this was before Joe was with us, but we applied for this grant from Arts and Stark. And Arts and Stark is a great organization. So we applied for this grant and and to do our first CD, and they gave us five hundred dollars oh. to work with. And the the whole point of that was we wanted to maintain and help preserve the um, polka music and the ethnic music. And Stark County, like much of northeastern Ohio, has a 
uh, a, a lot of roots with uh, Eastern European and ethnic people. A lot of immigrant Italians and Romanians and Greeks and Hungarians and Slovaks and what have you immigrated here in the early 1900s to work in the steel mills and the rubber plants and what have you. And they were recruited uh, from Europe because we needed workers. So there were all these immigrants that came over. And, of course, they had their own churches, and that's where they kept their, uh, their culture and their traditions alive. Over the decades that have passed, um, people intermarry. You know, you have a strong Italian or Romanian family, but, you know, someone decides they're going to marry a girl that's not right. that. And so, um, you know, that begins to ass- assimilate. Yeah. Okay, so it's a little tougher to keep the culture. I got you. To keep the language, to keep the food. And so through our music, we wanted to try to do some of that. Okay. Um, I, I look at, like, when we play at the Romanian Festival, it's at the Romanian Byzantine Catholic Cathedral in Canton. It used to be, prior to World War II, that you had a boatload of Romanians coming over every week, and that filled up your church. Well, that has... Stop after World War II, that stopped. And of course, Romania and most of those Eastern European countries were behind the Iron Curtain. So you didn't have that influx. And so you had the assimilation going on and less involvement and less continuing of uh, maintaining the culture. Right. So, you know, we tried to do that. And, yeah. and I tried to do that personally in, in our family uh, to maintain, you know, the, that that culture. My wife is Greek. I'm Romanian. So we, well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. All sure. Right. And we'll come back here in a couple minutes. Talk with the guys from Visinata. When we come back, you're listening to level up Cleveland. Hello everybody. Big Bry here. This June 10th level up Cleveland concert series presents bittersweet revenge. You can try Olathea. And Craig Martini. See them all June 10th at the Maple Grove Tavern. Show starts at 8 p.m. 21 or over. Go to levelupcleveland.com for tickets and information. And we are back with the guys here from Visanada, Johnny and Joe. And we were just talking about the uh, the Arts and Stark grant that you guys received. And the idea was to preserve some of these some of these cultures sure. and stuff that you guys, because that's kind of what you guys are mm-hmm. doing, whether you're trying to or not, that's right. what you're doing. Um, do you feel like you've made a difference? I mean, do you feel like... Do you, can you, can you do you feel like do people come up to you and 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 say things to you like man you guys you know this is this made me think differently or the, or, or this has kind of brought a new light to me that I didn't really we've had think. a lot of people over the years that have come up to the band when we're done playing and say you know this is I remember this kind of music or you know my parents used to dance to this or boy I remember hearing this on Sunday radio and um you know, so we've gotten a lot of feedback like that. Or, boy, this brings back a lot of old memories. Because we play a lot of older stuff, right. okay? Um, you know, we like to kind of bring in some new, but 
that our shtick is this you know this older stuff that quite frankly some of the guys in the band myself mike steve uh that we grew up with okay that our parents listened to or we listened to um you know, so, you know, we, we do get a lot of that. Yeah, and, and like, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people realize that this area is synonymous with the whole polka scene and everything. Oh, sure. I mean, like, this, we are known for that. Yeah. Well, you know. We were, at least at one time. Well, I, listen, I, there's a polka hall of fame in Cleveland. Oh. A lot of people don't know that. I've oh. never been there. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll go there today. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll go there. But, uh, and there's, uh, uh, every year they have, like, a, a big... Um, uh, annual celebration with this Polka Hall of Fame and our saxophone player Mike Hoagland was asked to play in the All-Star Band one year there and so um, you know they're you know Cleveland's got all these Hall of Fames and the Polka Hall of Fame is one of them yeah and, well, and that makes total sense sure you know that makes total sense yeah. because Polka was bigger than any it was bigger here I mean I don't know if it's bigger than rock but what it, what it was is as far as polka goes this was a hub this was like considered where a lot of the polka was well, coming Well Frank Ankovic who's like synonymous with polka and we play some of his stuff um you know he's from Cleveland right. and um there was a lot, a lot of guys that were from Cleveland that made it big in that and uh and and, and I think part of the reason is, is that Cleveland's an ethnic city Yeah right you have this it's, it is there's so many different you know so many different places people came from at one point sure. because of the steel mills and stuff like Absolutely. that for, for jobs. And it created this whole thing. You know, you had Slavic Village forever over there on Fleet Avenue. I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with sure. that. But, you know, that was a huge ethnic thing. And, and when they'd have that, that festival over there, that was why you went there was because you were you were getting that culture sure. and all that kind of thing. Still, I think they still do the festivals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, the, the Ukrainian village over in Parma. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Ukrainian village yeah. over there, too, on Ridge. Yes. Over by Ridge Road and Snow. Yeah. yeah it's down State Street. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, man. That, yeah. That's another place. Well, that, you know, Parma... Again, is another real big Polish yeah, absolutely. Uh, type type of a thing where you, yeah. you you know you a lot of that food you can get all the pierogies you want in Parma. You really can. I mean, yes. I, I, I lived there. It was that was the best oh, part nice. of it was the food. Yeah. Sure, I love Parma. Yeah. So you guys, the, first you you play guitar and, and and you know it's guitar is one of them things that a lot of people pick up and they play and mm -hmm. it's understandable why. Yeah. But the accordion's a little different. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, first of all, I'm curious, were you a, a, a key player first and then you went to the accordion or were you an accordion player first? And accordion that... player first. And, and I always tell the story that, you know, uh, I was raised in an ethnic family. Okay, all my grandparents came from Romania and my parents spoke Romanian. And I could speak a little. But uh, one day my dad, uh, who was a police officer, he said, would you like to learn an instrument? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, what do you want to learn? I said, guitar. Okay, so he bought me an accordion. <laughs> So uh, that's kind of an ethnic instrument. So I learned to play the accordion. And, you know, quite frankly, by the time I got to high school, yeah, it wasn't cool to be playing the accordion. That was kind of a uncool thing to do. So then I switched over to keyboard. Now, my problem with keyboard, for me, we were talking about this today, is I didn't know what to do with my left hand. I'm not trained in the left hand. How, how did I compensate then? I compensated by teaching myself chord structures for the left hand. Oh. And then I could play lead and I could play chord structures on the left hand. What that did for me later on playing the, coming back to the accordion was I could add those chord structures on my right hand now. So it made me better at that. And I still have my combo organ that I played in high school and college with some rock and roll bands. 
I have a keyboard that I I would use since then. The combo organ's kind of uh, antiquated. You know, there's not the bells and whistles on that. But, um, you know, that's what I did. I had put the accordion away and hadn't played it for well over 30 years. Oh. Yeah. And, um, Were you playing keys at least through this time I wasn't at all? playing anything. I oh. was involved in, you know, earning a living and being involved in what I'm involved in. And uh, I had a son in college and daughter in high school. And I had taken this accordion to a guy over in Canton. To, I'd found it. It was under my uh, basement steps, which is the worst place you could store an accordion. Um, and I took it to this Hungarian guy. I said, hey, can you fix this up? My dad bought this for me. I just want to kind of set it somewhere nice in the house. So I went, and of course, he wasn't a guy you could just drop the thing off with. I had to spend two or three hours with him and play six or seven different accordions. <laughs> True story. So then when I came home, after he fixed this accordion, and I came home with two accordions, because um, uh, he sold me one while I was here, and I just <laughs> said, you know what, I was older, I was going to start playing it, so I brought it home, and my wife says, how to go? I'm in the kitchen, I start playing the accordion, my kids are upstairs, they both come running down the steps, neither one knew I could play the accordion. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just decided, you know, I was going through a tough tough, stressful uh, uh, time in my life with work and everything. And uh, I decided, I'm going to just start playing this. You know, I, I know it's it's kind of nerdy, but, you know, you get to a certain <laughs> point in life and, you know, I say, who cares? Right, right, you right. Know, I was, you know, you know, getting into be 60. Fun is fun after that. a while, right? right? And, you know, somebody would say, hey, you played the accordion, and they'd start laughing. I'd say, yeah, what do you play? Yeah, exactly. It's what true. Play? It's, a, it's a great story. It's a great, yeah. great way of putting it. Yeah. And so, you know, I had fun, and I... I told my kids, my family, I said, I'm starting a band. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, you start a band when you're 16, not when you're 60. <laughs> and so we started the it's band. Never and, late, yeah, it's, it's never, never too late, man. never too late. And I remember uh, this young guy come over. I was 65, and he wanted to marry my daughter, and he has his own band. And uh, he said, you know, how cool is this? My father-in-law at 65 plays in a band, you know, and we get more gigs. And he says, how do you get all these gigs? And he's got to work at it. You know, you just got to pick up the phone and, and stuff. So we've been through some metamorphosis on this, and... Um, terms of people in the band and we've had several guitar players and um several drummers and we're kind of where we're at right now and it's 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 good it feels good and uh, you know i like all the guys in the band and they're all good musicians and you know joe's a good musician and and the thing that i like about joe the most is he didn't grow up with some of the same stuff we did but he works at it he works real hard at it and he wants to learn it and he looks it up on youtube and you know he'll ask for the charts and he comes prepared and you know, he adds a lot to the band, and yeah, we appreciate that. And when you're and when you're not somebody necessarily, you know, that, that what probably changes some things also is if you were constantly in this mode where this is what you did always up to this point, yeah. you probably wouldn't add to what you probably can because you don't. You have outside influences yeah, yeah. that kind of like bleed in no matter what you For try. Sure. You can't yeah. you can't get rid of that. Yeah. So that, that that probably helps add to this whole it does. entire he thing. Adds a Gives lot. you a different a uh, 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 a uniqueness. To the band, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How about you now? Now, how, when do you pick up the guitar, and how does that all start oh, off? With the... Yeah, I, I think I started when I was six. Yeah, Just I took that. piano lessons for, for a year when I was five, then picked up, uh, my parents got me a guitar at six, so I switched over to that, and so I've been playing for a while, but you know, I, I've got kids, I went to college, kind of same as Johnny, you know, there was a lull there where... Life I, happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but, um, and, and I, 
I got to a point where, yeah, I was looking on Craigslist, looking at whatever's uh, out there for musicians and stuff. And, yeah, I could have joined, like, a classic rock cover band and been playing the, the CD bar scene every weekend. And, like, there's was, there was a ton of those ads. And then I saw this one, a polka band. I was like, that sounds interesting. It says they play breweries, they play festivals. It's like, you know, I got three three young daughters. And so it's like, it's nice to be able to, have play at gigs that I can bring the family to. Yeah, a little more yeah. wholesome. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and 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 now that I'm I'm in it, it's like these guys are phenomenal musicians. Paul Paul on bass. He's we were talking about him on the way here. He's he's just a master at, at bass. But I mean, I guess back to like how how as far as my uh, guitar playing and all that. You know, I've always I've always enjoyed like the the pioneers of rock and roll like buddy holly and chuck berry and that and so like you know that's something that when we play these 50s and 60s songs it's that's right up my alley you know i really enjoy enjoy that and so and and uh you know the um the polka songs they're they're fairly straightforward for the most part the rhythm the rhythm was the hardest part that uh for me that i had to kind of figure different, out different different than rock is sort of so you had to like it's almost like a fast-paced reggae rhythm to be honest it's oh. like you the guitar's playing on the offbeat. And so so I had to like figure that out. you talked about like learning to sing and play. That was the hardest part was like that my my hands doing it. Your brain wanted to do yeah. something else and, yeah. and you you had to not yeah, do and I'm that. I'm playing this offbeat rhythm the whole time. And so like that I kinda had to reprogram myself. But now and we got Steve Steve a drummer, he's he's phenomenal. I can lock in so tight. He's got these tight snare hits and I just lock in with him on those and and uh so but you know the, the the guys in the band. It's it's they're phenomenal musicians. Mike is he's uh, Mike on sax like improvises. He he fills the gaps so well, just like with just this ability to improvise and just just pick up where we're where we're playing and just fill in. And so it's just great to be with such a high level of musicianship. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, that helps when everybody really knows what they're doing exactly. and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys now? Do you find that? when you guys are playing out and you, you know, like, especially like in your situation, cause you, you've already pronounced it. You like to drink beer. Yeah. Right. Um, when you're at these, when you're doing like the breweries and stuff yeah. like that, do everything's ever get a little out of hand? No, never. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm no, just not, not in a bad way. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess that's not what I'm even saying. Where it, you know, you know, the, the drinking can, oh, can sure. lead to all kinds of crazy <laughs> events and stuff like that. Where when you guys are leaving the gig, you guys are like, well, that was a blast. Like that was a, Anything, anything stands out like where you guys were just kind of like, but to be honest, I mean, nothing's gotten out of hand, but people, obviously it gets more enjoyable as the night goes on. Of people, course. Right. 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 <laughs> especially at that Romanian festival. Well, I didn't want to stop playing there. People were really getting into it. Everybody was dancing. And, uh, and that, that was, that was one of the best times we did an Oktoberfest in new Franklin and we had this, uh, the, the dancing groups mm -hmm. uh, from uh, from the German American yeah the German American yeah. Family Society they were they were there doing their own thing and then they would come and dance while we were playing you know so you know as far as like people getting drunk and out of hand not really but what what's the most memorable experiences are when people are really into it you know and they're they're just mm -hmm. Being part of it, yeah, right. As much as we are, do, do people request songs to you guys? Like, oh, do they yeah. know? Do they yeah. know? Like, so these people that are coming, they know polka, they know the songs, and they're asking you guys. Well, they'll to request play. stuff. Too. You guys know a lot of songs. I mean, can you guys accommodate most we, of everything? 
See, we when you have, have great musicians in the band, sometimes yeah. they can they they can just figure it out right there on the fly. Yeah, some of these guys, it's man. It's better if we practice. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree. Yeah. It is. It is. But we have a playlist. I mean, when we learn a song, we add it to our list. Okay, this is what we can do, and we have probably 250, 300 songs on our playlist. Wow. You know, that's no, a that, lot. We don't use them all the time. I know, but we that's don't use still a hell of a pull to pull for you. Um, yeah. But, you know, because we, we we are so diverse in that, you know, we got everything from 50s and 60s to uh, Serbian cola, okay? Wow. So, uh, and we we do a cola as our break song. What's a cola? Explain uh, that to people who don't know what a cola is. A cola is it's kind of like a fast circle dance, oh. and uh, you know. So we'll do this cola, da 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 da, and uh, and then we'll play this, and everybody gets up and dances to this thing if they don't even know what it is, and then we speed it up, and we speed it up again. Noticeably, and, you guys are like like yeah. accelerating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're cool. accelerating, and uh, yeah, people have a great time, you know. So. But it's a diversity of music because we want to be able to add some things in. You know, we don't want to play the same thing over and over again either. So, you know, we have we have quite a bit of songs that we can choose from. Again, we don't use them all the time. Um, well, no, but, I mean, like, but yeah. and you guys probably have your go-to songs that you yeah, play every sure. time that, you, have, that people expect. Sure, we probably... Probably have a, what maybe there's about fifty songs that we really choose. How long do you guys usually play out for? Like, what's a what's a normal about three gig? hours? So you guys are like doing three sets basically yeah. is how you're mm-hmm. doing it. Yep. Yeah. Now, now, I, I, I'm get, I'm getting the vibe from both of you that this kind of is your first band. Would you say that's correct, or did you play in bands before this? Before, well, uh, yeah, I had a band in high school and uh, like a rock band, first polka band. I, I got it right, but I mean, you you have been in bands in general. Yeah. yeah. And this is you, oh, I've had several bands. I had bands in high school and college. Okay, so you guys did do all that stuff too. Yeah. Do you find that it's like still very difficult to, to, to keep a band together, or have you guys found the right group of guys where? Because I mean, I, you guys are aware, like obviously, that sometimes. <laughs> Keeping a band together isn't they're the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah. You know, it's a relationship, and they're hard. They're hard to maintain. They are. It is. It is. And we've had, I would say this with our band, uh, we haven't had. Uh, there's one occasion we had. Uh, there was a guy that just did not fit in. Okay, and it was before Joe was here, and it, he just didn't fit in, and it was a relationship issue, and it was a struggle at practice. It was a struggle when we played. And that was that went on for about a year or so, um, and then it just. But other than that, you know, we've had, you know, one of the early guys in our band that played bass was uh, before uh, Paul was a guy named Ron Fraley. Now Ron could play bass, he could play rhythm, uh, but then he moved. He he decided he was retired. He went to Florida. You know, well, it was. <laughs> they don't play a, polkas in Florida. Well, they actually do, but <laughs> it was it was quite a commute. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, he first he moved to Newark, Ohio, which, and then he moved to Florida. And so, when he was in Newark, he was still traveling to play with the band. But so we've had those kind of well, situations. But I think we have a a, a great nucleus uh, of people, like a great. Oh yeah, well, and like the back to Ron. Uh, who had moved to Florida. That was one of the things that was so great about the Romanian festival. He was back in Ohio and he came to see us at the Romanian festival and he got up and sang a couple songs with mm-hmm. us. It was, it was just like, I, I'd never met the guy before coming on stage with us. So kind of like a slight reunion type thing. Yeah, for exactly. A second there, and, it was, like, it was, and then he talked to you quite a yeah, bit. Yeah. We, yeah. We got to hanging out and yeah, super nice guy, mm-hmm. you know, but that's the thing. I think our band probably because of the age, maybe, I don't know, but it seems like a very mature group that everybody's pretty level-headed 
you know, we all know we got lives. We we work to accommodate. You know, yeah. we, we, everyone communicates pretty well, and and you know, and it's it's nice, and it's not just band time that we hang out like for example over christmas break i went over to steve the drummer's place and we just jammed on some rock and roll you know it's not like polka is our life or whatever you know steve yeah, no right steve. <laughs> honestly i you know when i if i'm listening to music i never listen to polkas and i did today because there's a polka show on on saturday yeah. so i do occasionally if there's a polka show on i'll listen to that just to kind of pick up some ideas, but for my own personal stuff, I listen to jazz all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm. A, I love jazz. Do you ever play jazz? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but it, you know, it's uh, and there's jazz, you know there's jazz accordion players, but you know, I always love jazz because I think those are the best musicians. Well, yeah, I you know, and uh, uh, you know, so it's just we're not tied into this. We like it. It's good yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. it's fun to play. But it doesn't uh, define us. Yeah, do you does. ever do you ever realize that like a jazz moment appeared on a song that you were writing? We did. Oh. You know, no, like, you know what? When we here's the closest we get to it, I guess, because we play some American standards, and one of the songs that we play is "All of Me." Oh yeah. Okay, and uh, and there we get pretty close to playing. We play that in a pretty jazzy style, uh -oh, uh -oh. and uh, I mean, I'm all up and down the keyboard on that accordion, and um, it's just got uh, the rhythm to it. It's got a real jazzy feel. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, it's fun. I, I don't know if you know this song. I I didn't know it before. I think Michael Bublé covered it. Is it who, who did the original? It. Was, was I, it I don't know. It's uh, Sinatra probably okay. or Bennett or one of them. They probably all covered it at one time, yeah. but. You know, but so you know, you, you, you meant I mentioned Michael Bublé, and that probably can get yeah. a frame of reference there. Yeah, right. No, no, like Bublé does like a almost like a uh, Sinatra type thing. Yeah, kind yeah. Of like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys do like you were saying you do like the, the Dingus Day stuff up here in Cleveland. Sure. And where where do you guys normally do that at? We do that at um, Southside, the Southside in oh. Tremont. Oh, oh and oh, we've played up there for quite a few years. Um, Some you do, do annually, yeah. and you yes. go there and you do this every mm -hmm. year. Yeah. They wait for you. You guys get a good draw up there. And oh, everything. that's oh. packed. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Dingus Day is going to be actually this thing's going to actually be happening in like two days. Yeah, the tenth. The tenth, right? Because yeah. this because this came out today on the eighth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or the ninth, or whatever it is today. We never know. Yeah, what it's day April tenth, it really so we'll do Dingus Day, yeah. April tenth, up at, uh, at the South Side. Um, in Cleveland, it's in Tremont, and then on Friday, that's on Monday, and on Friday, we do a dinga celebration at uh, Lockport Brewery in Bolivar. Oh, this is a busy week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Do you guys now? Is this like a, a week that usually at the end of this week you guys are pretty done, exhausted? Like you guys are like honestly, Meh. we're just getting started, getting ready yeah, to go. Well, started. that's that's yeah. firing up the year, right? Yeah, like exactly. that's because you guys don't seem like you play a lot at this time of the yeah, year, right? Of, when it's real cold like this. <laughs> Yeah, you have a January, low. February, March. We don't really play much. If we play once, that's a lot. We start in April and really go into December. Yeah, and, that's cool. Yeah, and yep. you guys, because you guys are doing a lot of outdoor stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. That's part of the that's part oh, of the yeah. reason. A lot yeah. of stuff outside. Doesn't that make this band cool? Oh yeah. Like to me, that would make this band even more cool that you guys get a lot of outdoor events because I think those are way more fun. Yeah, we do. We played at Lake Anna and Barberton. Um, we're going to play this year at the Swiss Festival in Sugar Creek. We're playing two days down there. Oh, and that's man. a big deal. That's a huge, huge outdoor festival. And if you've never been to Sugar Creek, it I mean, it's down in Amish country. I was just going to say, like, do you get a lot of the Amish people coming to see you There'll be Amish, guys? but there'll be others, too, because it's a kind of a touristy 
uh, place. It's a tourist attraction, and it's a big festival. And as I say, we're going to be there for two days. We'll be at Lockport Brewery in Bolivar. We'll be at Lake Anna in Barberton, and uh, we'll be New in Franklin Maslin. New Franklin, uh, right on the lake. Uh, oh, yeah, we play. It, it's, a, it's gorgeous, and it's a great time there. So, you know, we play, you know, we play... Usually we have fifteen to twenty bookings, and that's enough. That's what we wanted for do. the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough. Yeah. To be honest, by by the time we do our Christmas show in, at uh, in Maslin, like at least last year, sure. by that point it's like, yeah, I'm ready for a break. Yeah, I got so. you. Yeah, so it's 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 to help you guys also, not yeah. just sure. because of the the season or whatever yeah. it is. It's just all right. It's time for. Well, we'll do yeah. a Christmas show in Maslin at the Alibi Lounge, and um, that's usually like a week before. Christmas, um, and and we'll do a lot of rock and roll. We'll do Christmas songs that are yeah. upbeat Christmas yeah. songs, you know, that you Jingle can dance to, Jingle Bell Rock and that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And then, uh, well, you know, we'll throw a few polkas in. We, we play the Lockport polka wherever we go. <laughs> that's that's a staple? That's Since it's ours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And, and, like, how many songs do you guys play that are that are originals usually in a, in a set? Is that the so only one? one? That's, that's it. That's, that's the it. one. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys do you guys do that? Do you work on original still like stuff? Do you guys still? How 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 is well, that? Well, a lot of the songs that we do, we make our own. Okay? Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, and, and that in itself takes some work, right? Sure. Because you're you got to rearrange some things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got you're you doing know, a little. We'll, we'll we'll make our own and we'll we'll put some medleys together. You know. Oh, really? You yeah. do that also? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you guys usually play with other bands also, or when you guys play, is it just you guys? Sometimes we play with other bands. Like we're gonna, we have a gig in Louisville later this year. I think it's in September. That's and Ohio, I, Louisville, Ohio. Louisville, Ohio. Yeah, not, right. lo, not Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> not Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> <Yeah>. Ohio. <laughs> Uh, so we have a gig in Louisville that we'll do, uh, and uh, there's a band that plays before us, and then we play. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Oh, oh, so you guys are the, the headliners. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. We'll take that. Yeah. How long do you think you guys are going to keep doing this? Good question. Till we don't. Is I that, don't know. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Is that it? So you guys are just that? No, no. So right I now. If it, if it doesn't become fun anymore, what, you know. That's, what, that's the answer, that's right? That is the answer. It. I'm having that's a awesome. good time. <laughs> yeah. You know. All right, guys. Well, listen. So Dings Days in a couple of days, you guys will be playing at, down that's at Tremont. Yep. Keep an eye out for that. Um. You guys have gigs all year. Oh, yeah. Mostly, though, like I said, mostly down in the Canton, Maslin. Canton, Maslin. Yeah. Stark uh, County. Summit, Summit and Stark Stuff in Tuscarawas counties. You know, we've played up in Mahoning County. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll travel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, our best best bets are our Facebook page if anyone wants to figure out where we're playing next. Our website's not, not exactly up to date, but my wife... My wife's been keeping up on the Facebook yeah. page, so we're gonna put her on the website too, so she can keep up with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> two two more things I want to get out real quick. Right on. Number one, visionata. What does that mean? Visionata is a Romanian word for homemade sour cherry brandy. I saw that and I thought, what a specific thing to, to sour cherry, not just sour cherry, cherry. Oh, it's sour good. cherry. I make it, but listen, it's the the sour cherry brandy. They they, they make it at home. And they use sour cherries to make it. You can make it out of other fruits, but Vicinata is the one with the sour cherries. It's very sweet, but it packs a punch. Uh -huh. Well, like brandy, brandy, brandy can pack a yeah, punch yeah. in general. Like the band, sweet, we pack a punch. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say was thanks to Chris Vidler, because he actually yeah. set this all up for, sure. for us yeah. from uh, Brute Squad when he was in here. He yeah. helped us make this all happen. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Chris, you, Chris for that. Yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. that. 
And I think that's it for us. For other Thank you time. for having us. Yeah, really this was fun, man. You guys were fun. great. This right was awesome. Up. I appreciate it. Keep an eye out for these guys, man. We finally got the polka band. <laughs> this was a good one, too. It was yeah, fun. Thanks. You guys are a good time. Thanks. All right, guys. We're going to see you guys next week. We'll see you. Peace out. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.